and gentlemen, and welcome to Markdown Live for tonight, February 12th, 2019. Hope you all are doing well. Hope everybody got through uh, slipping and sliding today with the snow and sleet and rain. I guess we're going to get overnight or tomorrow. It's sleeting here now. So, uh, there's uh, Justin. Let me hit the ad here and he'll get El Marco in and get started. You know, tonight was the go-home show for SmackDown before we got to the Royal Rumble. Or, excuse me, WrestleMania. And, hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? But I'm doing you know, all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Let me turn up my volume. I didn't realize it was down. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I was telling everybody, tonight was the go-home show for uh, WrestleMania. Ah, geez, I, I'm going to say every name of every pay-per-view till I get it right for Elimination Chamber, and I am really impressed. I think this was a really good go-home show, uh, full of action. It did everything I think that they needed to do to build the storylines going forward. Yeah, that was the main thing. You had to, you know, push the storylines, add on to them, but just not stink it up like the last few have. Yeah, I mean, there's just been so many go-home shows where when they were over, I sometimes it was like, oh, there's a pay-per-view next week? Not tonight. Tonight was completely based around getting over both of the Elimination Chamber matches that SmackDown is involved in. I, you know, I, I really liked it. Um, we started out the night with Charlotte coming out and cutting one of the best promos I think I have ever seen her, her do. And really embracing the hate she's getting, you know, not only from the crowd live, but from like the internet wrestling community who just do not want her involved in this match at Mania at all. And I, I thought she did a really, really good job with this. Yeah, I mean, you and I, I had mentioned on, and we discussed this on previous episodes of the podcast that, you know, they were talking of adding her to the match at WrestleMania, and a lot of the people were griping about it, and mm -hmm. she has just taken that and added it to her work. Yeah, and and she, she plays it so good. I mean, she's not being an outright heel, but she's using people's dislike of this match against them, and it, it, it was just... I, I, I really enjoyed this, and I, I'm a Charlotte fan. I always have been. I mean, besides the fact I think she tried to play up her connection to her father a little bit too much in the early days, you know, when she used to come out and woo 20 times in a row and it was just, no, stop it. But she's matured. She's aged, you know, and I, I think she is really, 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 really good. And she's great in the ring. And tonight I, I think it was maybe, like I said, the best promo I've ever seen her cut. I'll agree with that. So it's, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with Becky. It's it's a weird situation. I'm sure this is just a way to add her or add Charlotte in and make it a three-way, unless she really is injured. I don't know. I mean, I did see you had mentioned last week about selling the wrong leg when she, when she got injured. I did see that come up several times this week, so that, that is a true thing. You did catch that. Very good job. And... Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like feeling weird about the whole storyline. 
But, you know, I mean, why would – see, I, again, I didn't watch last night. and this, this is my mistake. I keep missing Raw and then going back and catching up on it. But I can't catch up on it on Tuesday nights because of watching SmackDown. So I'm kind of left in a lurch every th- every Tuesday night, you know, now that they're running these storylines on both shows. But um, I don't understand why Stephanie and Triple H would reinstate her to later on in the night have Vince – suspend her again can you maybe enlighten me on this subject well i think it's yet again another way this is how they feel their best way to put charlotte into the match and also still kind of give becky a little bit of a break right because i mean she's been on constantly and hasn't really gotten that much of a break true True. So, you you send her away right now while she's popular, and when she comes back, the crowd's gonna erupt and go nuts. Yeah, maybe looking for that big scene of pop, like when she when he came back at the Royal Rumble a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But, so our our first and uh, only other <laughs> other match of the night was I and I was worried about this was Naomi and Carmella defeating uh, Fire and Desire and the Iconics in a three-women's tag team match to decide who would be the first entrant into the chamber. Whoever took the pin would be the first entrant in the chamber versus um, Bailey and uh, Sasha. And I, I, I got to admit, I was really worried about this match. You know, anytime I'm not a big fan of the Iconics, and anytime you got Naomi out there, you know, I was worried about it. But I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought all, all six ladies did a good job. Uh, of course, the Iconics barely involved at all in the actual match as they kept, you know, trying to avoid the tag in and stuff. Uh, come in after the match and attacked Naomi and Carmella, laid them out. So they are, you know, perceived to be at an advantage now in the uh, chamber. Yeah, this, I mean, we know of my hatred for Naomi. Yeah, yeah. well documented. <laughs> yes, it, 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 was, it was a good match. And, you know, we both hate the iconic. Oh, so we didn't have to listen to them screaming the whole match and... I mean, it was a good, you know, quick little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have preferred to see, you know, a little bit more, but it's probably best they ended it when they did. Right. Kept it quick. But I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I, and I'm still, I'm sticking with, with uh, Mandy and Sonya are going to make a, a standout performance on, on at the Elimination Chamber. I'm not saying they're going to win it. But the fact that they're going out there first and, you know, I, I think they're going to come out of this way better. They were, uh, you know, Graves was putting them both over on commentary throughout the whole night. And even though, you know, they took the pin and they will be first in there, I, I really think that this is maybe a showcase for the two of them. Because, you know, I mean, we're trying to decide who's going to be the tag champs, but we also got to decide who's going to be contenders for it down the line. And I, I really think that, you know, Mandy and Sonya, or Fire and Desire, if you will, are there. Did you notice Mandy lost her tan this week? She's back to normal color, so good for her. Yeah, that was getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, much so, much so. 
Uh, we then had the announcement making an official, you know, sad moment. I'm I'm sure you're you you had that sad feeling in your stomach, the same as I did, that Mustafa Ali has to pull out of the elimination chamber due to injury. I heard this, I believe Saturday was the first I heard it, and I was hoping it wasn't true. Uh, you know, he's being replaced by, you know, they said at that point it'd be one member of the new day, which turned out to be Coffee Kingston. And, you know, it, it's really sad because we we both have talked the last two or three episodes that we really hoped that Mustafa Ali would get that, you know, big moment at the Elimination Chamber. And unfortunately, that chance is gone for him. Yeah, and then I was, you know, just kind of, I'm sitting there and I, I knew he was getting replaced. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the show came on, I was expecting right away, okay, this is who's going in. But they they were smart to to hold it off just a little bit because then you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, who's going to go in? Is it going to be a drawn day? Is it going to be Ray? You know, who's it going to be? And then when, you know, they announced it was going to be one of the guys from New Day, I, I kind of sunk down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I'm like, you know... There's so many other guys that they could have mm-hmm. put in this that could steal the show, but I decided to wait because I'm like, you know, I, I could see a couple of the guys from New Day, you know, doing all right. Anybody but Biggie? You know, know. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You're so uh, fickle. Yeah, once. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah like I said it was just I I thought they could have done better but at the same time I am glad it's who it is I don't want to say just yet till we get there right right and and the way uh, it played out in the end I mean I could see that they probably already had that written out you know not without you know again not without saying what happened but I think they had that wrote out ahead of time and they just inserted the person mm-hmm. they picked, you know, I mean, I, I could definitely have seen Mustafa doing the same exact thing is what I'm trying to say. Um, yep. So next we had the premiere of our brand new talk show, Mick Miz TV. And I thought, oh, here we go. This, this will be, this will be good. And it was, but it wasn't because of Miz or Shane. It was because of who their first guest was, the Usos. And to me, I mean, I like I said last week, I've become a big, 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 big fan of the Usos in the last, say, two, three months. And I want them to win the tag titles at Elimination Chamber now. As much as I like Miz and, and Shane, and I hope they continue their tag team, I want the Usos to win that title at the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I mean, McMiz is good. But it it let's face it, it it's a comedy act. Oh yeah, definitely. But it's a good comedy. Yeah, act. I, want, I mean, I've I've always liked the yeah, Miz. Oh yeah, I mean it's good, but I, I also kind of I want the titles on a legitimate mm-hmm. tag team. You know that's why you know I know you didn't watch it, so I don't want to try and spoil Raw. Oh, go ahead for you. Well, the revival, yeah, I seen about the revival. And I was happy for that because mm-hmm. I don't look at 
Chad and Rude as a legitimate tag team. Right. Because, you know, look, to me, Rude's always going to be beer money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chad's always going to be American Alpha. Mm-hmm. But then all you did was just have Chad act like Bobby Roode. And it was, it didn't work for me. Right. So seeing like a legitimate tag team like Revival win the belts, you know, and that's why I said I want to see the Usos win the belts because they are a legitimate tag team. Mm-hmm. And to me, I mean, they are the best tag team in the WWE today. And if not, you know, maybe not just in the WWE, they might be the best tag team in the world today, you know, right up there with, with mm-hmm. the Bucks and, you know, with uh, the, the DOG and, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, LAX and Lucha Brothers definitely would be in close contention, but I mean, as far as, how long of a reign they've had as being the top team in a promotion. You know, no matter what, the last, say, three years, if it wasn't them, it was New Day, wherever they were. And, I mean, they're good in the ring. They're good on promos. I I think they finally found where they want to be in their gimmick, too. You know, they're not out there dancing. They're not trying to act, even though there was a little bit of a line there about Rikishi, which was actually funny, you know, about the quiche. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they're not trying to live off of their father's or their, you know, their other family member's shadow anymore. They're not just the twins that kind of look like, you know, Roman. I, I believe they've really fallen in line and, like, tonight, you know, the tag team test, that was hilarious. I was laughing my butt off out there for that, you know. And, I, I really do. I, I think they're the best. And, and I mean, I want them to win the titles. I won't be upset if they don't, as long as they can continue this storyline with uh, with McMahon and, and Miz. Because, like, like you and me both said, you know, we want to see where they're going to go with this tag team. And what better, you know, to keep them going than to have them feud with the Usos over them titles for a while, you know, and freshen things up so we're not right back to Usos and New Day, which – where else are they going to go? Who else do they have? You know, Sanity, are they even still on SmackDown? We haven't seen them. Besides that, okay. well, um, yeah. I mean, that's it. <laughs> really, it is. It's And the heavy machinery, you know. So, then we went to commercial, and we came back before the gauntlet match began with uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan coming down. And they cut the promo, called everybody fickle. Pretty much nothing nothing really came of that, I wouldn't say. You know, just the same old Daniel Bryan promo, but good. You know, like we had said, you know, very, very good on the stick lately. Then that led to the beginning of the gauntlet match, and we found out that it would be Coffee Kingston entered into it. And him and Daniel Bryan tore the roof off the place. 20-plus minutes. Back and forth, you know, there was some mat wrestling. There was a little bit of aerial stuff, a little bit of strong stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really great match. Yeah, and like like we said, I think this was supposed to be, you know, where Mustafa was. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it worked out because you have Kofi coming in, and you're thinking, okay, you know, he's not going to – same thing, he's not going to be a threat. 
and he comes in and basically I think Kofi stole the show. Oh, he did. He did definitely, definitely agree. Yeah, um, it was, it, it, it it's was almost. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying it, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was almost the reverse of what we expected. You know, if 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 Ali would have been in there, as you know, instead of having the young kid coming in trying to prove himself, now you have the grizzled veteran trying to prove that he 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 belongs out there. And they you know they put that over on commentary, saying over and over again, but he's he's done everything. You know, he's won multiple tag team title reigns. You know, Intercontinental. Uh, I I believe he was the U.S. champ, but he's never won the big title. And this was his chance, mm -hmm. and yeah, and he he finally pulls out the victory against Daniel Bryan, uh, hits that uh, the Trouble in Paradise, and then of course he's got to take on Jeff Hardy. This match to me, kind of it, it kind of stalled out just a little bit, but it was like, mm -hmm. you know, you got Coffee who's been in a, a twenty plus minute match. He's out there against Jeff, and they they, they sold the fact that Coffee had to do whatever it would take to get the win. You know, he, he took Jeff out, out in the outside, um, you know, kind of, I, I don't know. It, it just seemed like it stalled out just a little bit. And I figured, okay, Jeff's going to end up hitting, you know, one of his big moves and get the win. And we'll all forget that coffee was involved in it, you know, but it didn't. And coffee mm -hmm. picks up the victory over him. Which then led to, which I figured was a death sentence, as here comes Joe. <laughs> and I was wrong again, as Coffee continued to just kick out of everything. And I, I really enjoyed this in the middle of the match, you know, watching Joe get frustrated little by little, uh, you know, constantly expecting that he was going to choke him out or hit a muscle buster. And it, it just went in a, a direction that I didn't even see it going in. Yeah, I agree with Ashley. I was waiting for somebody to use the uh, big two of meat, though. That big E carried down at the beginning of the match. What was the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. And what was it, salami? <laughs> I yeah, he just like he grabs this from a guy, starts carrying it out. So I was expecting like somebody to use that during the match, <laughs> and I. I I actually expected it during when he was facing Daniel Bryan. Maybe, maybe Big E ate it before the match started. Well, no, because we saw it like it was sitting on the ring steps there for the longest wow. time. And then someone finally came and grabbed it. But it was like, what was the point of carrying it down if you're not going to use it? But, no, the Joe one, I expected it to be, you know, like you said, he was going to, like, Kofi was going to get squashed. And I loved most of it until the ending where Joe gets the Katina clutch locked on and Sophie reverses that mm -hmm. Joe gets pinned. Because we've seen this how many times now? That right. exact same finish where Joe doesn't let go and right. gets pinned. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a pet peeve of mine, because if you got somebody in that particular move, and they do that to you, all you have to do is let go, and they roll off of you, and the match continues. Uh, that that well, was always... And even look, they did the wrong camera angle this time, because this time you can see Joe's shoulder is up <laughs> off the mat. And it's like, no, see, you can see his shoulder's not down on the mat, and the guy's still counting. I was like, oh, God, I hate this. 
What, what I hated even more was how obvious it was going to be that Joe was going to take out coffee afterwards. I mean, I was like, oh, great, here we go. Mm -hmm. Because one thing, when every one of the other three matches had ended, or two matches, I guess, instantly the next guy's music started playing. There was no music mm -hmm. playing. I mean, until Joe was on the outside for a good 30 seconds choking uh, coffee out before finally AJ Styles' music hits. And he comes running on down there because, you know, him and Kofi Kingston are the best friends ever and starts stomping on Joe. Uh, finally, you know, Joe lets him go. They go in the ring and uh, – or uh, Joe – yeah, they go in the ring. They didn't go in the ring. They went up the ramp and with, with Styles chasing him, the referees, because, you know, one referee can hold AJ Styles off with no problem. That, that's another pet peeve of mine. Mm -hmm. Two guys that hate each other as much as <laughs> – as Styles and Joe. It should take more than two referees to keep them apart. But, uh, you know, so then then we have the whole thing. Well, I guess they went to a commercial. When they come back, you know, Styles is trying to talk Kofi into not continuing with the match. And, of course, you know, Kofi does. Styles lets him get to his feet. And they had a pretty good little match. I mean, it you know, it wasn't anything fantastic. But it told that story that Kofi would not die. He just would not stay down. Styles didn't really want to hurt him, you know, but when he would hit a move and Kofi would sell it like that kick to the leg, you know, and they even said, oh, you know, he could have serious knee damage. I really like that because that showed that, you know, you've got a top tier athlete in AJ Styles who's fresh against a good athlete in Kofi Kingston who's been in war now for nearly an hour. And they did it right before it ended. He hit an hour, which is impressive. I mean, I think we all got to give kudos to Kofi Kingston for going out there for an hour like that with, you know, no break, no break at all. You know, I mean, he, he might have had 30 seconds tops throughout the whole show to catch his breath. That's that's really super impressive. Um, eventually, Styles does pick up the victory with the calf crusher. And Kofi Kingston, you know, uh, got that very impressive performance that he needed I guess to prove it, and again, like I said, I'm, and and you said, you know, that was Mustafa Ali's moment, and it's unfortunate. But let's see what they can do with Kofi. Let's let's stay optimistic mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, I was. I mean, I felt bad for the Kofi AJ portion because it's like they kind of had to tone it back because you have to make it look and show that Kofi's been in this match for an hour. And so he's got to play tired, but yet you still have to try and make it look like, you know, he's a challenge for AJ. Right. And that's, I'm more excited to see, I'd like to see them go at it in the chamber. Yeah, definitely. And and the and fact that when, after when AJ didn't want him to go, how Kofi got angry and was like, pushing him, shoving him. I think he even slapped him once. I, I want to see that fire out of Kofi. Maybe, you know, maybe it's time for him to break away from the New Day and maybe this will be the way to do that and to become a, a, a serious Kofi Kingston. We never really had that, you know, when he, when he first showed up and I was shocked. They said he's been there 11 years. I'm like, wow, I cannot believe it's been that long. But when he first showed up, you know, he was the fake Jamaican happy-go-lucky guy and, you know, then he had the tag team run with uh, Truth. You know, they were tag team champs. And he just kind of drifted around for a long time. And the only time you really know, oh, here's Kofi Kingston at the Rumble going to do something crazy. And then he joined mm -hmm. New Day. In a... Excuse me? 
Yeah, I disagree. And yeah, okay. he was just kind of bouncing around with everybody. He was with Truth. He was with Evan Bourne. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were they were raw tag champs, were they not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I I kind of hope you know WWE has this tendency to do this with their long term employees. You know, we've seen Big Show get a, a run late in his career. You know, Kane got the the run a few years ago with uh with the ECW title. You know, maybe this is a mm-hmm. chance for Kofi to get that run. I mean, maybe not as the world champ. I I don't know if that's viable at this point or not you know i mean it's possible because when you look at all the contenders besides the snore man who we haven't talked about yet all the other guys in this elimination chamber are cruiserweight type guys Mm -hmm. you know they're they're not big strong guys you know besides joe but joe wrestled in the x division for years and it it is possible i suppose that you know i'm not going to say kobe kingston is going to win the elimination chamber but it could propel him up into that elusive main event position. I, I don't know. I After tonight, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Of course, then, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Sleepy Man comes out from behind. It was completely predictable because let's stare at AJ Styles' face. And I'm looking at on my, my stream – Oh, wow, we've got 32 seconds left to go in this episode. Something, oh, okay, bam, oh, and it's over. Just like that, as soon as it was one, two, three, the little SmackDown logo come up in the bottom corner. I'm like, wow, that was close. But so I I don't even know what to say about that RKO out of nowhere, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you said, we were, I was sitting here watching it, with some friends and we we see okay there's two minutes left of the show so this is going to be quick orton's music hits and i don't see him <laughs> i'm like okay watch he's gonna rko out of nowhere and sure and they zoom in on aj's face and i'm like up oh, here we go <laughs> and boom and then you don't even like the commentators didn't even get a chance to say anything after it no, no, it just, it was literally like one, two, three, and that little thing popped up in the bottom, and they were like, Randy Orton has won the battle, or won the gauntlet, and off the air we went. I'm like, okay, good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they were running late, they had to get the ring tore down to get out of the building before they had to pay more rent, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's It just leads uh-huh. me, it makes me wonder, like, this is the, I don't know if they were ahead on time or if they planned this, you know, they, they, they could have planned it to end that way because then who, who wants to watch Randy Orton walk around and strut his arms up in the air after that. But um, it, mm-hmm. it does make me wonder, you know, the last two weeks we've talked about thinking they were out of time. I, I wonder if there's somebody new in charge of, of timing and, you know, somebody new at gorilla and maybe they're uh, constantly running short on time. I, I don't know. I think it's more, we're getting ready here in a couple months for them to join Fox. Mm-hmm. And Fox is not the type that'll let you run over like USA. So I think they're trying to get into a routine of being done right at 11. Hmm. And that's, that you know, is a, only a good question there. That, that's, see, and I've kind of wondered about that in ways, and we haven't really seen a lot of 
reaction to them going to Fox in the I, I guess it's gonna be in the in the fall, isn't it? It's gonna be like for the new season. October. Oh, October? Okay. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that would make sense because they have baseball up until October. Yeah. Oh hi John. I see John finally joins us at the end of the broadcast. <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, I, I wonder about that in a way now. Will Fox allow them to run over like they do with Raw? Or, you know, what what other implications have we heard? I mean, I know they're going to Fridays. Is there going to be any kind of time change, you know, or a directional change? The only thing I've seen at all in the last, oh, I'd say three weeks about this jump to Fox is the fact that the, the rumors are out there. Oh, if the ratings don't improve, Fox will cancel them. And I, you know, I don't know about all mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I've heard those rumors too. And it's like, in a way, I can believe it just a little bit because they show the ratings from shows on Fox that have either A, been canceled or B, been moved to uh, FS1. Mm -hmm. And SmackDown is right now down with them right but i'm saying you can't really go by those ratings right now because even up until wrestlemania you can't go by those ratings because after wrestlemania we're going to have the superstars shake up and that's when people are going to really watch again because it's new rivalries and everything mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm really interested in how they're going to do the sh superstar shakeup this year because you know, everything's been different. You know, with the the free agent uh, gimmick that they're using right now, and I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic of the future. I I've been enjoying the WWE. I I just said it. I have been enjoying the WWE since Christmas time. It's been better. I you know, like I said, I've, I haven't been watching Raw live. I watched it last week on Monday night, but I watched it later on in the night. I just didn't get to it last night. But uh, even the you know the three hours of Raw go by a whole lot smoother. Yeah, I do too. I just see John just said uh, he he heard three hours for SmackDown. Yeah, I, I agree with him. I hope that's false too because I think two hours is the time limit for a wrestling show. Three hours is just it's too much. It's it's too long to watch unless it's a pay-per-view and it's, you know, exciting, thrilling match after match after match. And I, I also think it's too much for the writers. I, they just can't come up with interesting storylines. Uh, you know, I watch, have been now, since Impact moved and they're available on Twitch, I've been watching them live every week for the last month now. And it is such an enjoyable show. It flies by. It feels like it's like 20 minutes long, you know. We're on there, you know, everybody's talking about it, live tweeting. You got the, you know, Twitter has the live feed going with uh, a chat room. It, and their storylines are so good and so fresh. And the matches, you know, have been good for a long time on, on Impact. But I just, I really enjoy it. And, and it's consistently my favorite show of the week. This week's SmackDown is going to be hard to beat. I, I enjoyed this. I said, I didn't see Raw yet. I'll, I'll probably catch that tomorrow. But yeah, I definitely don't don't think SmackDown needs to be going to three hours. No, please no. Now I enjoyed it back in our day when you had Raw for the first hour and then Warzone for the second hour, and then that was it. Yeah, like they knew Raw was when they were going to do a lot of the promos and everything, and then Warzone was when you were going to get a lot of your matches. Right, right, and and even that when when Nitro was three hours long. Nobody watched all three hours. They'd watch the first hour, 
and then record the rest or go back and watch it on the replay and then watch Raw. So you at least had that interruption there. And and, and I really I think that hurt Nitro in the long run, the fact that they went three hours. You know, sometimes it'd be almost three and a half because they would run back and forth during commercials. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did that (laughs) too. But um, you know, like I said, I mean, an hour isn't long enough. When, like, you watch, like, say, MLW or something like that. When it's over, you want more, but not in the way that you want more. Like, you can't wait for next week. It's you need more that night. I only seen two matches or three matches. I want more. I think two hours is the perfect time. Three, it just gets to be too long. You need to save that. And, I mean, pay-per-views now are, what, like, six hours long. That's way too long to be sitting down watching mm-hmm. a pay-per-view. Way too long. Yeah, to stick on track, this I, I enjoyed tonight's episode. I think they did what they needed to do as far as getting coffee, you know, established, going into the chamber. They set who the first people will be for the women's tag team elimination chamber match. And, I mean, that, that was the point of the whole night, plain and simple. You got anything else? No, that pretty much covers it. All right. I guess we're set then. So uh, as far as other stuff going on this week, make sure you get out there this weekend and uh, check out PPW down in Hazleton as they have a big show with Juventud Guerrero and that Veda Scott girl, she decides to show up this time. Uh, Sean Carr versus Brian Pillman Jr. should absolutely blow the roof off the place if given the time. I think it's a... uh, probably one of the most anticipated, as far as I'm concerned, matches that PPW has done in quite a while. They're also going to have a battle royal for the No Limits title. A lot of guys in there that we haven't seen in PPW yet, or we haven't seen in years. You know, like Grey Wolf's going to be in there. Um, the Chubby Daddy, the true champion, will make his, I, mm-hmm. I believe, PPW debut. If it's not, I missed something somewhere along the lines. Unfortunately, I will not be able to make it down for the show. I have other responsibilities with NTW to deal with that day, but I know some of the uh, our clan will be down there. And Sunday, of course, a show that is near and dear to all of us as uh, Northern Tier Wrestling presents the Nikki Baker Memorial Show up in Sarah, New York. Uh, any, any of our local fans around here know LJ Thomas or Jeff Thomas. His wife passed away in December, and this memorial show is set up to help raise funds for him and his two little girls, their two little girls. Uh, it's also our debut on IPPV as we go on to the Fight Network app. Um, kind of a, I guess, a, uh, a cold run or, a, an, or an early indication of what you can expect with Rope to Rope TV going forward. So, you know, anybody, anywhere, I know it's a little bit of a drive for folks down here in the Williamsport area, but we're all going to make it. You know, El Marco's going to be there coming up from from Scranton. And, you know, I, I it's imperative to go up there and show our support, you know, not only for Jeff, but for the family. There's going to be a, a lot of guys there. You know, again, Brian Pillman Jr. will be in the house. Where else are you going to see Brian Pillman Jr. around here well, besides Hazleton the night before? But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we got Brutal Bob and Tough Tim from Ring of Honor will be there. Um, H.C. Loke for you ECW fans. I'm sure you guys all remember him. And all the stars of Northern Tier Wrestling, like Sean Carr and uh, Big Pat Sawyer will be there. Of course, the boys in EV3 will be there. So hoping to see you all there. And if you can't, 
get on your uh, your smartphone, your tablet, your uh, internet processor, whatever it would be. <laughs> download the Fight app. It's free to download. The pay-per-view is $9.99. It's simple, quick, and easy. You get a $2 credit when you order that you can use on your next order. I had enough credit build up. I ordered it because I want to I want to watch it and see myself on the TV, if you will. I ordered it with credit. So all you have to do is you order a couple shows, you get enough credit to get another show free. I've never had a bit of problems. Everybody's heard me, you know, bitching and moaning about WWE Network not working right, YouTube not working right. I have never had. I've watched fight watched shows on Fight App probably 10 times, whether it's free content, paid content. I've never had a bit of problem with it. It doesn't buffer. You know, the interface is really great. You can watch uh, Ring of Honor, MLW, uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, I think it Rocky Mountain Wrestling's on there. There is a bunch of really good wrestling that's absolutely free. And the great thing is when you go in, you sign up, you, you, you sign up for notifications, and the app will notify you when a new episode is up so there's no forgetting. I, I was forgetting weeks and weeks and weeks. I kept forgetting to go in and watch Ring of Honor. And about three weeks ago, I said, you know, I'm tired of this. I went in and I set my notifications for on. Every Monday night at 7 o'clock, I get a notification and, uh, you know, it says, hey, there's a new episode of Ring of Honor up. And I put that notification down and, you know, I, I minimize it and I remember to go watch it. And honestly, that's why I didn't watch Raw last night. I was watching that and working on some other things. Um, yes, he, Steven said he's never had an issue with it with any show he's watched on it. And, you know, it, it really works good. I'm, you know, Jeff Jarrett approved. So go out there, download that. Like I say, if you can't make it, all the proceeds from the pay-per-view are going to the family as well. That's, you know, a big, a big shout out to MTW for doing that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember you saying about that last, last year during Mania Week, everybody was having trouble with the Bloodsport pay-per-view and the only one it worked right on was Fight TV. So Hope to see you. I'll, I'll be glad to see you there, Justin. It's been well, oh, about a month, I think, since we've even seen each other besides doing this. So it's going to be a family reunion one way or another. So I hope to see everybody there. Come up and say hi to us. We'll have a, a table set up somewhere around there. You'll see me. I'll be running around frantically crazy all over the place. It's going to be a, a crazy busy day. But make sure you come over and say hi to all of us. Uh, look for that mask and you can go say hi to Justin. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. We'll see you all next week here on Markdown Live. Good night, and thanks for watching, everybody.